Broadcasting from another dimension, deep within the Ghost Shrimp National Forest, sending you secrets from the future directly into your motherfucking mind. <laughs> Happy 2019, y'all! We made it to the future. We're here with another episode of the Go Shrimp and Friends podcast, episode 58, Cinco de Ocho, right? Um, what up, what up, what up? We're back once again. Uh, new year, very excited, here to, here to pump you the fuck up like a fucking bike pump. This podcast is like a bike pump, okay? Is your tire a little flat? Plug in this podcast and ooh, 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 <laughs> you're pumping it up. <laughs> Getting fucking pumped up in this bitch in 2019, you know? Pumping it up. Humping it up, hump up the gym, jump it up. Well, you're jumping, jumping. Um, let's see. Damn, there are so many things going on right now. The future is insane. Let me tell you. Uh, so many things converging. Uh, in in my existence, in my reality right now, things exploding. I was telling Athena, my lover and soulmate. Uh, last night I was like, our life is like electric. It's like a live wire. And, and sometimes it's just so much going on. We just get shocked by it. It's supercharged. You know, our life right now is so powerful. There's so many things going on. You got to be careful how you handle it. Cause you get shocked, you know, cause we're, we're going ahead full steam into 2019. You know, it's like, what is your mentality for 2019? You know, that's the question that you got to ask yourself right now, okay? You know, this is the podcast that is here to brainwash you to live your dream life, you know? So thinking about that, thinking about why you're listening to this podcast, uh, you know, you got to ask yourself the question, what is your mentality for 2019? You know what I'm saying? Are you trying not to fail in 2019 or are you trying to succeed you know because those are two very different things and I think some people don't realize that I see a lot of people out there and I have a lot of friends who are trying not to fail at their life you know and and going around being kind of afraid and you know not like they're 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 people that are afraid but the way they approach their life, their mentality is like, I don't want to fuck it up. I don't want to fail. You know, how do I kind of accomplish my shit without failing? That's a lot different than going, I'm out here to succeed at all costs. You know what I'm saying? I'm like a fucking rabid animal out here. You have to shoot me six times in the face, okay, to keep me back. I'm burying into 2019, 
and you're just unloading in my face and you're like, do bullets even work on this wild animal? Because I am burrowing the fuck into 2019. You know, I'm going in to succeed at all costs. Okay, and I want to give you that mentality too. I want you to... I want you to pick up that mentality and put it on like a fucking jumpsuit. Come with me now and jump on into 2019. I know my Ghost Scouts are feeling me out there. Shout out to all the fucking Ghost Scouts. Oh, shit. (laughs) What happened? I pulled my shit out. (laughs) I pulled my card out. Shout out to all the fucking Ghost Scouts out there. Going The Ghost Scouts, they know the difference between trying not to fail and going out there and trying to succeed. They fucking know, okay? Because that's what we teach and preach here at Go Scout Training Camp. We don't even just teach and preach it. We do it every single fucking day because that is my mentality, you know? Um, so that's what you got to ask yourself. Are you asking yourself that? Fucking question right now. Are you in 2019 to not fail? Or are you in 2019 to fucking succeed? That's what you got to ask yourself. You know, let me fucking sip on this water while you ask yourself that question. Let me fucking see if this water wants to be successful. Mmm. Full success, successful sip, super juicy. Let me ask you this question. Have you ever wanted to be successful like this fucking paddle boat? Okay, are you fucking paddling in there, ripping into 2019 on that paddle boat? Or are you kind of sitting on the shore? You know, you're in like your, you still got your shirt on. You got our super baggy shirt on and you got like some shorts that are kind of swim shorts. You know, you got like some mesh basketball shorts on and you got an oversized t-shirt on and you're kind of on the, you're like, eh, the water might be kind of cold. I don't know. Is, is the, is the wind blowing in, you know, is it supposed to rain later? That's what you're asking yourself. Like, I don't know if I want to get wet, if it's going to rain later today. You know, that's trying not to fail at 2019. You know what I'm doing? I'm fucking, I'm fucking going in in this paddle boat. I'm transforming myself into a fucking paddle boat. And I am fucking, the pedals are going so fast. You can't even see them. The pedals are going so fast. Like, like a fucking helicopter. I'm getting air off of the waves. I'm creating waves and I'm catching air off the waves. I'm fucking creating in 2019. You know what I'm saying? That's how I want you to go into 2019. I want you to come with me on this ride. Jump in my fucking paddle boat. This is the fucking paddle boat edition of this podcast where we're jumping aboard and we're fucking we're fucking blowing the shit out of 2019. We're kicking the beach back. We're fucking going so hard, we're raising the tide. You know what I'm saying? We're changing the gravitational fucking force in this shit, in this hollow flat earth. We're flipping the gravity around, right? No one even knows what gravity is. Isn't that what they say? Right? This is the conspiracies, right? This is the fucking paddle boat, flat paddle boat conspiracy. Gravity is fake. We're about to turn it up a notch. 
and create some fucking tsunamis kicking it back, creating some quicksand on the shore. You know, and while you're sitting back there in your baggy ass t-shirt, you're now you're in quicksand. Now you're not going nowhere, compadre. You know what I'm saying? Now you're fucking going down in that quicksand. You're starting to sink in that quicksand. You're not getting out. You're doomed. You know, your life has already passed you by, motherfucker. Jump aboard this fucking paddle boat, this successful ass paddle boat in 2019 with us. The Ghost Shrimp and Friends Paddle Boat Podcast, you know? Um, but I got so much fucking shit going on. Holy shit. Um, we're going to do a little more Q&A. I still have some bonus Q&A from last week uh, that I'll combine with maybe some more bonus Q&A from this week and put that out as a bonus, as a double bonus for 2019, you know? Um, we're getting hyped up here on this fucking podcast. Are you loving this energy for 2019 on this podcast right now? If you come to this podcast for energy, you're getting what you fucking wanted. I'm going to just start singing all the fucking podcasts in 2019. You know who would be excited about that? You know who would be excited about that? Go Scout Crab Williams. You know what I'm saying? Go Scout Crab Williams loves when I sing on the fucking podcast. He wants me to put out an album of songs from the podcast. That would be incredible. I give you permission, Crab Williams. Put together a mega mix. Okay, and put it on YouTube. A mega mix of the songs from the fucking Ghost Room of Friends podcast. You know, with you fucking dancing to it. That's what I want to see. Or you lip syncing the songs. Or you singing the songs. Shout out. Challenge 2019 challenge to Ghost Cow Crabtooth. We need more challenges on this podcast, you know? We need more challenges. I challenge fucking Squatch Matrix to get a fucking real job and get married this year. How about that? Hashtag 2019 challenges. Get your fucking life together, Squatch Matrix. Get a real job and get married. Okay? Then fucking talk to me. Who's a hippie now, hippie? Squatch Matrix is the biggest fucking conservative hippie that I've ever met. Shout out to Squatch Matrix. All right, before we continue, let's kick it over to AWOL 1 uh, so we can stay true to form here in 2019. All right, so let's get into a little catch up before this Q and A. Uh, we got another. We got some more questions from the internet. Um, so this past week, I've been having a super. Fucking fun time. I've got so much fucking amazing work uh, in my atmosphere. It's incredible. Um, Y'all know I was working on uh, SpongeBob SquarePants 3, 
the third installment in the movie franchise. Um, and, uh, I was doing some concept work for them and, uh, that went really well. And I had a really fun time on that and kind of got my feet wet. That was my first job doing just concept design. Obviously I've done concept design for adventure time and, and my own pilots with Disney and Cartoon Network and my own work, but never have I done, never have I ever done concept design in which I was not going to do the actual designs, the finished designs as well. So it's kind of a different thing. It's kind of a different feel, kind of a different vibe, Um, but I'm really getting into it. So I got my feet wet in my first round with SpongeBob 3 and then um, Jesse Moynihan, the homie, uh, and Penn Ward and Duncan Trestle. Um, are all working on a new show together for Netflix. And I saw now, uh, uh, I've seen the animatic now. I just saw it yesterday, I think. They didn't send it to me at first until I requested it. Um, people are always trying to keep shit under wraps. So you, sometimes you got to go dig in, you know, but I, I wanted to see it. So I, I, I got it from him and it is fucking hilarious. Uh, Ken had already described it to me. So I already knew what I was going to see. And I was still fucking dying because, uh, you know, Penn's a fucking genius. Um, you know, Duncan's hilarious. Jesse's a genius. So, uh, it looks awesome and, uh, just super fucking pumped that they asked me to work on it. Um, and I had such a fun time working on that for the past week, doing some designs for the main locations of the show. Um, I guess there's, uh, well, I guess I can't really talk too much about it. Um, and they've also very generously offered me a larger role on the show, um, which I'm considering, uh, at the moment, um, cause I have, you know, other things coming down the pipe, uh, and I kind of got to figure out what all my options are. So again, right now, electric, crackling electric, you know, I don't know how to make a crackling noise in my mouth. Let's try to crackle this crackling electric heat. Uh, sparking off right now, um, pretty much fully erect all the time because so much shit is going on. I'm, all my muscles are full pumped. My butt is so tight right now uh, from from all this heat coming my way. Um, so that's been a that's been a blast, and I feel like it being my second kind of project on concept design. I feel a little bit looser, a little bit freer, um, you know, kind of getting into it a little bit more. My presentation's a little bit tighter, um, kind of figuring out kind of my presentation as a, uh, you know, just a straight up concept artist where this is going over and people are looking at it and I'm not necessarily there to explain it all to everybody. And like someone else has got to take it and make something of it. So again, a little bit of a different process there. Um, I've got three passes, three more. I, I, we, we did a bunch of stuff and I've got, uh, you know, I got, got a bunch of feedback and now I'm doing three fresh passes on, uh, these locations this weekend. And then I'm going to, uh, turn those in on Monday. And then on Tuesday, I am doing at least starting another foray with SpongeBob three, and I'm doing at least another month with them. Um, and then I'm going to figure out what my next move is. Um, I might, 
do a little bit more work with SpongeBob 3. Um, I might, you know, get into some more work with the Penn's new Netflix show. Um, and then we're also, uh, you know, I'm going to do work on Mark Osborne's new movie, Escape from Hat with Netflix, Mark Osborne's feature, which I could not be more fucking pumped about doing concept design for the world for that movie, for, for a chunk of the world in that movie. Um, so that's another thing that's, that's, that's out there. And then of course there's always, you know, different illustration things crossing the desk. Um, I'm still trying to, uh, carve out a little bit of time to color up this second raw tray. Um, I didn't get to do that over the holidays. I'm always overbooking myself, um, as a, as a, as a, as a, like, absolute workaholic like I love working like it's my number one favorite thing to do I would just work all the fucking time if I didn't have a family because that's what I used to do just really work all the fucking time um so I'm always dragging my work around I'm always trying to sneak away (laughs) to do some work um but that's what I would call a healthy you know we're all based on habits and routines you got to make sure yours are healthy ones so and even healthy habits can can get into the unhealthy territory but so I always try to keep it balanced. I always try to keep it healthy. But, you know, you want that. That's a good problem to have is a lot of healthy habits. I definitely have unhealthy habits, too. You know what I'm saying? Still indulge in the alcoholase, um, which, you know, there's no real way to say that alcohol is a healthy habit. But it's an enjoyable one. You know what I'm saying? Uh, definitely have been smoking the pipe a lot less. You haven't heard me piping it up on the pod lately. Um, I've been making an effort to not do that. And a good reason, too, because, you know, both of my parents have survived cancer. And uh, my dad had really bad cancer about 20 years ago when I was going to um, college. I remember we were driving. We were on vacation in Cape Cod, driving to this art supply store there because I was working on some shit. And I was about to go off to college. And he told me that he had cancer. And it was like just one of those crazy moments in life. And he only had a 30% chance of surviving it. It was throat cancer. And then later on, he had like an acoustic neuroma thing in his ear, which is not quite cancer, I don't think, but something also bad. Um, And both required surgeries and chemotherapy and all that shit. And he definitely almost died, Um, but uh, he made it. And I'm so glad for it. Bob James, shout out to my dad. Um, you know, really my inspiration for my sense of humor and my love of movies. Um, those are two things my dad shared with me among tons of other stuff. He's a really fun guy. Our love of toys. Uh, my dad loves toys um, and and just, you know, kept us fully stocked with dope toys, Playmobiles, Legos, you know, always getting dope toys for, for Christmas. Um, you know, there's a lot of shitty toys out there. My dad was like into cool toys and would always get us cool toys and was just like into us having cool toys, you know. And uh, but my dad just found out that uh, 20 years later, he has tongue cancer. So, you know, probably <laughs> another good reason for me to not be smoking a pipe on the regs. Um, you know, definitely recreational and camp, I think will still happen once in a while. But I think like random, I think now I have to move into the category of like random, super um, uh, uh, limited pipe smoking and also probably try to move that way with the alcohol as well especially the whiskey because that's all really especially with mouth cancers and stuff that jacks up your 
chances of getting those cancers. So, uh, you know, shout out to my dad, you know, obviously, you know, going to be there for him every step of the way, even though, you know, we're here in Vermont and there in New Hampshire, but emotionally and, you know, definitely connecting in, uh, you know, in, 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 in space as well. But, um, you know, shout out to my dad, you know, and, and he has all our support. And, uh, you know, if you want to throw some, some, some good thoughts and, and good fucking energy and good vibes his way as well, much appreciated, you know, however you want to say it. Some people like to say prayers, you know, my parents are religious folks. My mom's obviously just retired from being a minister. So shout out to my mom as well. Um, but they're both cancer survivors. So hopefully it'll go the same way. You never know with shit like this. You know, it's real life, man. You know, there's like so many good things going on. There's so many crazy things going on um, all the time in life. You know, the more you go through life, the richer your life gets and the crazier shit just happens, you know. Um, so, uh, you know, I'm really hoping that, you know, this, this, this plays in my dad's favor, um, you know, but he's announced it to people. So, you know, I'll, uh, kick it out there here as well. You know, I have a really close family. Um, you know, we're, 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 we get on the phone all the time and have long conversations. When I talk to my parents on the phone, um, you know, I basically talk to my mom, whoever gets on first, I'll talk to, you know, my, my, my mom gets on first. I'll talk to my mom for probably, you know, 45 minutes to an hour. And then, you know, like, I'll get, you know, then my dad will get on the phone and then, you know, we'll talk for about 45 minutes or an hour as well. You know, <laughs> it's like the, almost the same conversation twice. Uh, but you know, I don't know. I love being really tight with my folks. I love my parents so much. Um, I, family is so important to me, you know, and, 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 you know, our bandit family is so close, you know, because of that, um, you know, and, and I definitely know people whose families are less close and I feel super fucking blessed and super fortunate and super thankful, um, that, you know, I have a close knit family, you know, I know that some people don't have that. So, you know, shout out to you. If you don't have a close knit family, you know, I hope you have a lot of really go out and try to make a lot of close knit friends, you know, cause you need that support network in life. And, you know, really, you know, as we talk about a lot, you probably want your, close to friends to, you know, be on that fucking killer mentality of going out to succeed in 2019 as well. You know what I'm saying? I try to really surround myself with killers in my life. That's one of the things that, you know, you naturally kind of drift away from people that are less motivated in your life. I definitely have all kinds of friends and, and I'm definitely friendly with a lot of people that, you know, are not as motivated, but you know, I definitely connect the most with the people that are the most motivated and I give them the most of my energy and I want the most energy from them. I connect with them the most. I talk with them the most. I keep up with them the most. You know, people that are really motivated and really hyped, you know, that's the shit that is vital. That's the shit because that keeps your game up, you know. That's what reminds you that, you know, you really want to keep elevating your game, you know. Um, you know, you want people around you to keep inspiring you to keep pushing and keep elevating your game keep elevating your health game. You know, there's two aspects to it, right? There's the mental health, um, which is so important. And there's the physical health being mentally fit and physically fit are equally important. You know, that's the, the deeper I get into my life. And the more I think about, you know, Go Scouts and all this shit, that's really what the goals are, you know, being physically fit and mentally fit, you know, because 
there's these there's this crazy challenge that is life and navigating your reality navigating other people's realities navigating mainstream reality and and trying to wrestle with your destiny destiny is not a walk in the park you know there are there are times to relax and enjoy yourself but destiny is largely a wrestling match and a game of wits and you know you need to be to keep doing it it's like destiny just takes over when you stop working at it you know and it kind of just starts to bury you and sedate you and 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 pull you into that fucking quicksand on the shore you know saying if you're not the paddle boat you're in the fucking if you're not in the paddle boat you're in the quicksand my friend and you know you really have to recognize and keep elevating your game to keep going to that next fucking level i love it when people say life is like a video game because it truly is you know that if you stop playing and you do not sharpen your skills, then, you know, there's just all this game you're never going to experience. You know, life is this infinite video game in front of you. But it's also like Minecraft where Wolfie just got Minecraft for Christmas and I never really knew what it was before. Um, but it's cool because you're building your own video game and then playing in it. And that's what life is. We are creative animals in an infinite universe. And of all the animals that I know about, we are the only animals that get to truly build our reality and then go play in it, then go live in it. That's exactly what the Ghost Scouts is to me. We're, we're, we've got this magical playground of the Goshram National Forest. We are all building it together. And then we all get to come together and we all get to play in it together. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking so much forward to the 2019 Super Summit where we all get to come and play together in this reality we've been constructing. We get to have all these cookouts in the pavilion, you know, which wasn't here last year. We started that at the summit last time. You know, now we get to enjoy that. We're creating our own reality here, thinking of what's next. We're, we're, we're hanging out in the cabins. We're building on the platforms. We're, we're fucking shooting hoops in the fucking the, 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 the grass fucking basketball court in the middle of the fucking woods. You know what I'm saying? I've been out there cross-country skiing on the trails every day. Fucking loving it. Me and Athena got each other uh, cross-country skis for Christmas and birthday they turned out to be it's, it's kind of cool the local shop will let you rent they'll let you rent them for the season like you get a new pair because it's like the cheapest like I, I I always wondered why I didn't grow up skiing because I lived in New England and we had some like old cross-country skis around but we never really went downhill skiing and like it was kind of like do we have skis that fit that like I would kind of put on some skis and and go around and do some cross-country skiing when I was a kid it was so fun you just go off in the woods and you're just gliding around in the winter time in the woods it's so magical you're like stealth it's like being a stealth fucking ninja in the fucking winter woods which is just this magical you talk about concept design the most best concept design in the world this infinite concept design you can just immerse yourself in you know people like yo check out this virtual reality dog the fucking you get on some you get on some cross-country skis here in the forest, in the Gosham National Forest. You are in the, the realist, insane concept-designed reality where you can just keep going. You can dig in the ground and find more shit. You can climb up the trees and find shit up there. Everywhere you look, there's shit. Everything's been designed. It's fucking incredible. Whether you want to think about it in a religious sense or a scientific sense or, to me, a mythological, infinite, magical sense and every bit of information I can get to try to understand understand it i fucking absorb and love you know but i'm out there on those skis um this local shop does this cool thing where 
you can get a brand new set of boots and skis at half price to rent for the for the winter and then at the end of the winter you can either give them back or you can uh pay the rest of the money um and i think they're about four hundred dollars or something like that for a set so it fucking ain't cheap you know what i'm saying that's a lot of money to me um you know to just drop on something that's you know kind of frivolous like that or but it's actually really useful too this i i would actually not categorize as totally frivolous because I have the hardest time getting good exercise in the winter, even though I hike in the woods every day and I chop wood all winter and all that shit and and work all winter. But it's not the same as going out and running and shooting hoops like I do all spring and summer. So I'm getting out on these cross-country skis. Holy shit, that's a workout, dog. Because I'm not on this groom trail with the slats in it like people go on. I'm out in the backcountry going up and down this property. And it's it's we live on a on a on a mountainous terrain, you know, on a on a craggy old fucking salt rock it's it's not salt rock on this granite i don't know if it's granite on this fucking mountainous vermont ancient this ancient fucking earth mountainous terrain you know out here crumbling and fucking we got cliffs in the back it goes up and up and up and then it drops down into a gorge with cliffs and then it goes up and up and up again in another gorge with cliffs it's insane but uh to go out there is so much fun but it's a really good deal so you can kind of you can, it's it's kind of like buying the skis in installments so you know that was cool so even though we don't even typically spend that much on each other for for birthday and Christmas combined, um, you know it's probably about double. We'll probably drop like a hundred bucks on each other. But uh, in this case, we just combined our both our birthdays and 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 Christmas uh, presents to get each other these cross country skis, so we can really get out there and and ski in the woods. Athena doesn't get in our woods as much as I do, so this is gonna be really fun. I'm gonna get to drag her out on these skis in our woods more, which she's really gonna love. I know she's gonna love it, so it's gonna be great. Gotta get, gotta have those. The more you can do with your lover, with your soulmate, you know, getting out there having fun activities, you know, that's great. You know, you gotta do that. You gotta just have really fun times together. You know, so invest in those things. So, yeah, I would say it's really not that frivolous at all. You know, I'm a very frugal person, so you can see my thought process as I talk about it, you know. Um, Damn, dude, we're just going off on this. We're just catching up on this old fucking ketchup, juicy fucking beef jerky, beef stew, marinated steak tip podcast, you know. Chicken pot pie, chicken pot pie with vegan options. Vegan, non-vegan for all options on this podcast. Always bringing it. Shout out to all my vegan Ghost Scouts out there. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's basically where we're at. Um, the workshop is going to be starting next weekend. Speaking of having that mentality, you know what I'm saying? If you want to fucking go into 2019 um, fucking preparing for success every day, uh, I, I will be your guide. Okay, I'll be your guide in this psychedelic experience that is life. You know, let me take you on a on a fucking on a journey. Okay, if you want to get some of this fucking ghost shrimp magic, if you want to step into the ghost shrimp dimension for twelve fucking weeks, um, take my hand. Sign up for the twelve week online group workshop. There's still four spots left. We start in one week. Okay, we start on Sunday. I believe it's the thirteenth. Um, whatever the, whatever, whatever the Sunday, uh, in January is, that's around the 13th. I think it's the 13th. 
It's like the 13th or the 14th. Um, whatever that weekend is, we're going to kick it off that Sunday. Um, and, uh, you know, if there's only six people in it, that's fine. The beauty of the workshop is that, you know, as long as there's enough people to actually make a group of it, cause the group dynamic is really make what makes it super powerful. Um, yeah, I just burped a minute ago. Hold on. Do I got another one coming? But nope. Um, the, the, uh, the, you know, but the, the beauty of it is that if there's only six people that sign up, that's still a good group to bounce shit off each other and to grow as a group together. Um, but then, uh, you know, the, the bulk of the work for me is actually the, the weekly vid chats. Cause I vid chat with each person for like a half an hour every, every Sunday. So I spent all Sunday just vid chatting with each student one-on-one. And then also, um, at the end of each section, there's three sections cause it's 12 weeks. So every fourth week or every fi- every, whatever, every, after we've completed each section of the workshop, it's broken into three sections of the creating strong personal work, uh, commercial illustration, and then concept to production background design. Um, at the end of each one, we also have a group vid chat where everybody comes in and we have a little celebration party. So we really have fun with it and we're really getting it down. This will be the fourth round or the fifth round. This is the fifth round. Um, and, uh, and and we have a we have a like a nice little celebration party in there, you know. So super fun. So yeah. So the bulk of the work is actually the vid chat. So if only six people sign up, it's still worth it for me because you know even though uh, there's not going to be ten people paying me in there, I, I'm not. I'm only doing the work for six people. So it really works out. It's pretty smart in that way. Hey, check it out. Even a dummy can get smart sometimes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm definitely a dummy, but I'm a schemer. I never fucking stop. You know what I'm saying? And, and if you want to come into that dimension with me, jump on in there. Um, as you know, it's it's not just about drawing. It's definitely about drawing. Um, it's a lot about drawing, but it's also a lot about who you are, who you want to be, what you want your life to fucking be about. Um, and it's going to be a super lot of fun. It's going to be transformative. I guarantee you it will transform the way you think about yourself, the way you think about your life, the way you think about your career, and it's going to make you hyped up about all of that. It's going to make you way more psyched than you would be without it. I fucking guarantee you that. And if you do the work every week, you're going to have a fucking brand new portfolio as well. You know what I'm saying? So think about that. You're walking into uh, springtime with a fucking brand new portfolio. You know, that's fucking nice. And you're super hyped. You're on fire. Your fucking balls and titties are swollen up. Just fucking shooting out. Milk's coming out. Semen's coming out. It's all fucking slipping and sliding. Everything's happening for you. Everything's lubed up. You're lubing up. 2019 to go down that chute, you know, splashing in, splash, um, so come with me on that journey, um, I love it because it gets me fucking fired up, you know, I, if there nobody signed up, I might just do it by myself, you know, that's how hype I get, um, Let's see what else the uh oh yeah and just yeah really it's about I wrote down a note about unlocking your superpowers you know it's really that is really what it's about you know I it, it, you know if you're a fan of me 
you know, if you're a fan of my work, if you're a fan of my personality, especially, you know, all this level of hypeness, you know, I wasn't always like this, you know, I had to unlock my superpowers. I was always spazzing out and shit, but a lot of times it worked against me, made me feel bad about myself. I used to be really self-conscious about like being all gawky and, 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 and goofy and, and loud and all that shit, you know, when I was, uh, when I was coming up as a teenager and shit. Um, you know, and I had to, I had to realize what my superpowers were and figure out how to use them to my advantage, you know? And, and once I did that, I was like, bam, you know, I was the man. I was, I was cool all of a sudden, you know, instead of being fucking an idiot, you know I mean? I'm still an idiot, but like, I'm a cool ass idiot, you know, I'm a cool ass dumb dumb, you know, cause you got to define it for yourself. You got to figure out how, what cool is to you and, and embody that, you know, I'm gonna help you figure that out. I'm gonna help you figure out and unlock those super fucking powers in your body mind, you know, in your genitalia. It all comes out from the genitalia. It's not about sex at all, actually. There's nothing involving sex in the workshop. Uh, it's not a Me Too kind of situation. Except when Dalton Stark was in it, because that boy is sexy. That boy is sensual with every movement of his lips. Shout out to the Velvet Dojo. Shout out to Dalton Doodles. My homie, I miss you. I miss looking at your body. I miss all my fucking scouts. You know, we got to get a wood stove up in these cabins so that we can have more winter scouting uh, times. You know, that's really what I need to get into. Um, all right, well, let's get into some of these questiones before we fucking run out of time here. Uh, okay, the first one is coming in from the internet from Denmark. Um, oh, this is a Dan Danish name. Uh, Eric Sonichin Barsbale. <laughs> I don't know if I said it like that. Um, Eric Sonichin, Sonichin, Sonichin Bars Barsbal. I don't know how to say it, but there's your name. Uh, there's weird symbol in the O as well. Um, but, uh, coming from Denmark, I love Denmark. Shout out to all my homies in Denmark. I miss Denmark, but I'm going to be back. I'm going to be back at the end of August and the beginning of September. Uh, so, uh, I'm going to see you and, uh, hopefully I'll be bringing Athena with me this year. What? Um, so the subject of this email that he sent to my website is called art career advice on artistic education. The message reads, hello, Mr. Bandit or Goshrimp. Awesome names, by the way. My name is Eric. I'm 18 years old, living in Denmark, and I'm about to finish my final year of what would be Danish college. I really want to get into graphic storytelling at the animation workshop in Viborg, uh, where I know you have been teaching sometimes. My parents think that I should go get a degree in graphic communication in Kolding, I guess that's another place in Denmark uh, where I would still get to draw, but it would be more focus on commercial communication than artistic expression. Let me click the light on here. Uh, what I would like to ask you is if you think I should take the chance and try to get into the animation workshop, even if I would have to try multiple times and take courses in order to improve my artistic skills or should I play it safe and get a degree in graphic communication also I wanted to ask you if you think it's possible to get into the art industry without any kind of artistic education 
and just rely on being a self-taught artist. I realize that you're very busy with you building your own house in the woods, the Go Scouts, and the online workshop. So I understand if you don't have time to answer, but you but know that I would really appreciate your advice. Anyway, keep doing what you're doing and keep being awesome. P.S. I love your podcast, Go Shrimp and Friends. I love listening to it while drawing. Really gets creative and inspirational juices flowing. Keep on broadcasting from another for, for another dimension deep within the Goshrip National Forest. Uh, and he said, Tak, which is, I think, thanks in uh, in Denmark. I should know that. Um, so, uh, yeah, man, shout out to you. Shout out to Eric. Um, there's a few questions here. I do think it's definitely, it's obviously definitely possible to make it as an artist without a formal education, but, um, uh, to me, my thoughts on that are if you can do it without going into debt, I think it's great. If you have to go into debt to get the education, I think you have to think really long and hard about it. Um, and I think either way you have to be really self-motivated, you know, I think if you're, I think to make it on your own, you definitely have to be super high motor, super self-starter, um, you know, or be willing to pay people who are, you know, to promote you or something. I don't even know if that would work, but I think, I think you really have to be super motivated and, and, and really doing things on your own to make it on your own. Um, uh, but yeah, it's definitely possible. Um, but yeah, I would just be careful about going into debt about going to school. But, uh, but, um, that, that's my general thought about it. But if you're from Denmark, I think you can go to school very cheaply, right? I think even something, I think you might have to pay a little more to go to a place like the animation workshop, but, uh, I think it's still like super affordable. I think I, I heard that it was the equivalent of like $8,000 a year or something like, which is fucking ridiculous. I mean, uh, you can barely put a kid in daycare. Uh, you know, I think, I think we pay like $6,000 a year to put Junie in fucking daycare. So, uh. Yeah, um, I would definitely, uh, oh, so the second question, um, is, uh, you know, his main question is, should he go, should he play it safe and go to a school where he's like sort of drawing? Uh, I'm not a big fan of playing it safe. I don't play it safe uh, with the big life decisions. Um, you know, play it safe if you're like doing something that's meaningless, like, should I jump in this drunk driver's car or should I like walk a block? to the bar, you know, um, you know, I would play it safe in that situation. Um, you know, or should I have anal sex with a stranger unprotected or should I put on a condom or should I not have anal sex with a stranger? Um, uh, play it safe there, you know, uh, A, B, C, D, or all of the above or none of the above. I'll let you choose, but I would play it safe in that situation. Okay. Um, but I would say definitely don't play it safe with your big goals. Uh, just like we're saying, that's kind of the mentality of, uh, I don't want to fail, right? Listen, you're, you know, your parents want you to succeed, but they probably also don't want you to fail. <laughs> that's probably, you know, they probably want you to play it a little safe, um, parents tend to want their kids to play it safe. Um, but no, you got to fucking go for it, man. You got, you know, a lot of times you get one shot at, you know, uh, you know, something like maybe going to college or, or something like that. Um, and you know, beyond that, the animation workshop is the dopest, 
um, college that I've ever, like the dopest format that I've ever heard of. Um, you know, I've taught there twice and basically they don't have any teachers on staff. They bring in professional working artists by request of the students to teach them one to two week intensive workshops. That's their whole education for four years. And you're going through the school in a group of like 20 people, and like you're with them all day, like like when I teach these kids for two weeks, it's the same group of 20 kids for eight hours a day. Like it's fucking intense. Like it's awesome. Um, so I would highly recommend if you can fucking go to the animation workshop, I would definitely go to that school um, because it's small. It's super focused. Um, they have a great program as well where like they basically have a business on campus as well that like that like. I forget what they call it, but it's basically like a internship that like just pays you to do a project like of your choosing. There's a bunch of my students that have like graduated there and they're there like being paid to like make a comic and like other stuff like or make a video game or make an app. Um, uh, you know, the kid who made I think Subway Surfers is the name of it. The kid that made that app went there and he's like crazy rich, I guess. Um, I don't know if he developed it there as well. But, uh, but I mean, it's just the dopest system, the fucking, everyone that teaches there is super fucking cool. Like the, not the teachers there, but like the, the administration, um, shout out to Peter, shout out to Eric and shout out to, um, I forget the name of the, of the president, but I've chilled with him and he's just fucking cool as shit. Um, so if like the president and everybody of the college is like a dope ass, cool dude who like you would fucking chill with all the time. Um, like you could just go hang with, uh, after hours, like that's amazing. Um, you know, they go to the bar, like with the students and like hang out and shit. It's like the culture there is so different. It's so dope. As you know, being from Denmark, the culture is totally different. Um, I would definitely go, um, I would say definitely, definitely go and hopefully, you know, uh, you know, I don't know what you're, what did you say you were going to go for? Um, you know, maybe, uh, we'll cross paths there, you know, that'd be dope. And yeah, they even have, so what he said in here is like, um, if I, uh, you know, if I, should I, even if I have to try multiple times, cause they have a thing called the drawing Academy that I've actually been offered to go teach there too, but it hasn't worked out timing wise. Um, and uh, the drawing academy is basically like if you the school is so dope. If you don't get into the animation workshop, they say take courses at the drawing academy to sharpen up your skills. Take these fundamental drawing courses over and over again. Go through these things. Um, and sharpen your skills, then come back and reapply. Like, how dope is that? You know what I'm saying? So they have stuff before the school to help you get in. They have an amazing program once you're there, and they have stuff to to pay you to do your own projects once you go out of there. And like, you're just you're having people like me come in and teach you. Like, how fucking dope is that? You know, there's been all these cool people that have been over there, and I'm always trying to get you know Kent to go over there, uh, Ron Wimberly to go over there. You know, we're, I'm working on getting the other homies over there. You know, they want them all to go there, and we're just trying to work out the scheduling. So, um, it's, you know, it's just, I mean, the whole thing is a dream, you know, fucking pinch my nuts. Cause I must be dreaming, you know? Um, so I would definitely try to go there and, uh, you know, uh, Analia, um, and, uh, you know, uh, uh, Ghost Scout Shrumanati and Ghost Scout Meat Prowler, uh, Bob, they both came from, uh, I met them both there. Um, when I first met Analia, she was at the drawing Academy and then she got in, um, and, 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 uh, and, and is at the school now. Um, and, uh, but I had a student in the drawing workshop who, um, 
didn't get in for like five fucking years in a row of applying. And he, he did stuff at the Drawing Academy. And then he fucking just got in this year. You know what I'm saying? So shout outs to fucking the Drawing Academy, to the whole thing. Um, and uh, I would say go. I would definitely say go. Um, all right. So let's jump over. Oh, shit. 420. Um, let's jump over to these, uh, questions that I put up on the, I put up another question poll on the Instagram story and, uh, we are going to answer your answers. Um, so let's see at bountiful underscore bread. Uh, asked, how do you feel about Adventure Time's end? Um, I feel super pumped about it. Um, talked about we have a we have a an episode of the podcast. Um, I watched the finale with Kent Osborne, um, the you know head of story, and my homie and my neighbor and my new best friend, my old casual friend and my new best friend. Um, we watched it together here at his house and did a podcast right afterwards. So, uh, you know, there's our immediate thoughts afterwards. And I've talked about it with Phil afterwards and Akko afterwards on the podcast. Um, but, uh, yeah, I couldn't have been more happy with how it ended. And do I, do I, um, am I glad that it ended? Um, I think it's cool that it ended. I wish that, I wish that, like Kent said, um, they had they had more story to tell. So I wish that Cartoon Network would have let the you know Adam and 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 all the storyboarders finish the job because um, I know they wanted it to end as well. So I think they could have done it in a more mutually beneficial way, um, you know. But you know, I mean, shit, man, that whole show went about as perfect as it. You know, I mean. Pfft, you know, I don't know. The outcome of the show is so good. It's hard to say, like, you know, do you wish things had gone differently? Yeah, you know, things could have, you know, I do. that. That's what I would say. I wish that they did get to do it on their terms. Um, but, uh, you know, I know they're still going with the comic. I haven't seen any of that. Um, so you could check that out. And, you know, maybe we haven't heard the last of it. You know, maybe there's some more coming around, you know. Um, let's see what is next. Let's see which way are we going with this. This way. Um, another underscore James. Uh, can you smoke good? Then spit the illest motivational freestyle. Um, yes, I will definitely do that. Smoke some weed and kick an inspirational freestyle. Um, but I couldn't do that on the podcast because I'd have to get a beat. And, uh, you know, this podcast goes up for a, behind a paywall. This podcast, I couldn't use a beat that I didn't have the license to uh, because this podcast is a paid product since it's up on Patreon. But what I will do is smoke some weed, kick in a motivational freestyle and put it up on my YouTube just for you. And I'll shout you out on it. So look for that. Um, let's see, we got no, okay, nobody seven, but it's N-O-B-A-H-D-E-E seven at nobody seven. Uh, when's that food slash Pokemon type comic coming out? Question mark, exclamation point. Ha 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 ha. 
Um, not sure. Maybe talking about the Beehive Boy comic. Um, definitely uh, have no idea when the Beehive Boy comic is coming out. The Beehive Boy comic is like, you know, it, it's got a start on it. I was start. I worked on it a bit last year. Um, and really was like one trying to make it one of my main goals to get that finished. Um, but I just had so much work going on that, uh, I never had a chance to do it. Um, never had a chance to bring it to fruition, but I am trying to work on a scheme where I will be working on that, um, part of the time this spring and summer. Um, basically, uh, I'll be building you know, I'm going to be working on concept design work for all these projects that I mentioned earlier in the podcast all winter. And then basically when it comes springtime, right around May, I'm going to basically not take jobs, hopefully, and um, just build uh, and, and, and build, uh, you know, double the size of the house. And I'll be building all day. And then the goal would be to work on the, um, you know, because I'll go nuts if I'm not working on some kind of drawing project, but I don't want to take on any work to distract me from the house building thing because we really need to, you know, really make a lot of progress this year. And I feel like the stars are aligning for that to work. Um, but yeah, so my basically at in the evening time and shit, I would be working on the Beehive Boy comic, um, you know, that first short installment of it. And kind of try to bring it to life some more. Um, so uh, if that's the question, if that was what the question was about, maybe that was the answer. I think there might be another VI Boy question as well. Um, favorite movies. Okay, Tom Six Millie, like at T O M S I X M I L L E, asks favorite movies. Um, I think I mentioned some of my favorite movies before. Um, Apocalypse Now is definitely one of my favorites. Um, what I, one thing I didn't mention before, because I was talking about shit that I grew up watching, um, Ralph Bakshi has definitely been a huge influence on me growing up watching his movies. Wizards was like one of my favorite movies when I was a kid. That's such a weird movie. It's such a mix of visual styles. I was like, thought that was so fucking cool. Um, but I love like, um, my favorite filmmakers are Werner Herzog, um, Alejandro Jodorowsky and David Lynch. So all their movies are all my favorites. Um, I love the Coen brothers movies. I love Wes Anderson movies, um, early Spike Lee movies. I was super into, um, as a teenager, um, all the James Bond movies I was super into as a teenager. I went through a super hard James Bond uh, binge where I would go to the video store. There was this place that was run by this Vietnam vet and his wife, and they would like be there every day. It was in Durham, New Hampshire, where my parents live and where I went to middle school and high school. And there was a time where every day I went to this video store pretty much. And I would rent movies because um, I'm super fucking into movies. My dad got me wicked into movies. Um, and he showed me, like, a lot of great movies. My dad's into all kinds of movies. He's into, like, Marx Brothers movies. Um, and he's into, 
um, Stanley Kubrick movies and uh, Kurosawa movies. You know, he showed me Seven Samurai in 2001 and, um, you know, all these like mega movies. Um, and, and, you know, he was the one who you couldn't get El Topo back then, the Alejandro Jodorowsky movie, but he would tell me about that movie. So my dad is pretty fucking dope on that kind of shit. Like, um, you know, the movies that came down, I don't know if those came out like in the seventies, that kind of like era of, of seventies, eighties, you know, he showed me Scorsese movies, you know, a huge Scorsese fan. I'm a huge Wes Anderson fan. Um, trying to think what else, um, oh, I mean, obviously Arnold Schwarzenegger is like my number one shit, um, growing up in the eighties. Uh, you know, and, and, and here at camp, we show a lot of Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. Akira is one of my favorite movies. Um, Tech and Concrete is one of my favorite movies. Um, all of, uh, uh, Studio Ghibli, um, the, the, um, the, shoot, why am I blanking on his fucking name? You guys know the director. I'm like, I'm, all I can think of is Kurosawa right now. That's super prejudiced. Um, uh, what the fuck is his name? Now I'm just thinking of Tomo. What is his name? Uh, I can't remember it. My Neighbor Totoro is uh, a film by Miyazaki. There you go. You just start to say the sentence and you can get it. Um, yeah, Miyazaki movies, huge fan of um movies but yeah my dad would like oh and like just like my dad like is in a, a lot like horror movies like we you know growing up we would watch Stephen King movies I would watch those with my friends more like um but my dad would show me like oh like we'd watch like Invasion of the Body Snatchers like Donald Sutherland and like you know we'd stay up and he'd like spook me during the scary parts and and like it was like a ritual too because like like um, my family ate like fairly healthy. Like we always had home cooked meals and we always like, it was like a, like a fairly Americanized, like, you know, my mom's a vegetarian. Um, but we just eat like, you know, my dad would like, you know, my dad, we would always have a salad on the table, but it was like a classic, like, like lettuce, tomato, carrots, you know, like if I make a salad now, it's like sprouts and chickpeas and fucking, you know, two kinds of lettuce. And like, I get wild with the salads, like broccoli, like, cause I'm like trying to eat a, a salad meal. So it's kind of like a, a light salad, but like they put like a light salad on the table and, you know, we'd have like, um, you know, some fucking, some good home cooked meal. My dad would love steaks and burgers and shit like that. But we'd have like, you know, pasta. My family is a big pasta family. Um, you know, chickpea spaghetti, um, maybe some spaghetti with meatballs once in a while. Um, trying to think of what else we would have ate. I'm thinking of ratatouille. My parents would make some kind of goulash type of ratatouille type of thing my mom would make a lot of soups beef stew my mom would make she makes that a lot i love beef stew y'all know i love my beef stew some kind of quiche my mom makes a lot of quiches i love fucking quiche how did this turn into a fucking how did this turn into a favorite food podcast um but uh 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 oh what was i saying i was saying so we 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 would have homemade meals every night but then, like, when we would have a movie night, my dad would make a Hungry Man. We'd put in some Hungry Mans into the microwave, and we'd have a soda, and we'd have some candy. You know, that's really when we would have sweets, some sweet treats. So, uh, movies, to me, are like... I was thinking about this, like, today or yesterday, actually, how... 
I'm sitting here, you know, looking out my window and looking into the VIP zone where we have the outdoor movie theater. And I was thinking, you know, it's funny that that movies have from the first from the first um, Ghost Scout training camp have always been a really big part of Ghost Scout training camp. And I was thinking of how much of a tradition for me watching movies together is. And I think it is in our culture in general, you know. But, uh, you know, I, I love, like, having a special movie night. Like, we have a family movie night every Friday night, you know. Um, like, we had one last night. We watched Who Framed Roger Rabbit last night. And we throw in a... We don't have a microwave, but, you know, we... Oh my god. Oh my god, I'm gonna barf. No, I'm gonna burp. Oh my god. Oh my god. 2019 is coming up hot. Um we would uh we would uh what am I talking about? Oh, so last night we we fucking threw in up we throw in like a pizza and we throw in some um we had some pizza bites as well. Sometimes we'll throw in some tots. Um uh, sometimes we throw in some fries, sometimes we throw in some chicken fingers, you know, so we'll throw in like an easy kind of a junk food, um, meal, kind of that same type of hungry man mentality, get that hungry man mentality in 2019, you know, um, and, uh, then we always get a treat. Last night I brought home some, some, uh, uh, some Russell Stover's chocolates just because they have the Valentine's Day ones out. And I thought that was novel. And I brought it home as a, <laughs> now it sounds super corny because it was the heart. And I was like, I love you guys. Here's the treat. And it was just a kind of a corny dad joke. Um, and then Athena had also got some mint chocolate chip Klondike bars. So we were really living it up because um, we don't really eat like sweets on the daily or anything. So we try to, but you always want to give it to your kids, you know, so like, like for a treat. Um, so, you know, we had that. We watched Who Framed Roger Rabbit and had that smorgasbord of treats. And our kids aren't even really into sodas yet. Wolfie actually just had a soda at the Malhus Mansion for the first time. He had tried soda like way back in the day and he was like, Bleh. and then um, and then Athena drinks like seltzer water all the time. Um, like, like those polar flavored seltzer waters or whatever. So he thought that was soda and he didn't like that. Um, I think he equated that with soda and he didn't like that. So, uh, but he had a, he had like a sip of, he had, he had a mini Coke over at the Malhu's mansion and he was like, oh yeah, but, but so, but he, he, but he hasn't asked for soda since then. So that's funny. So our kids aren't on really soda yet. So we're not, you know, I'm not going to try to get them on that because soda is so bad and addictive for you. Um, you know, so, uh, but yeah, but, but movies, we're just rambling all over the place, but movies for real, uh, you know, I was thinking about just how special a ritual, a really ritualistic thing it is in my life. So like, you know, yeah, we always saw a ton of Schwarzenegger movies, um, you know, uh, but pretty much everything, man, you know, like, um, uh, the graduate Rocky, um, you know, I just, I'm, I'm a movie, I'm a movie fucking lover. Um, so I like all kind of super obscure movies and, uh, you know, I like, uh, you know, even a lot of big mainstream ones, like, like every, and another, and there's another ritual every Wednesday when Wolfie gets home from school, um, we watch a movie together after school. Um, we watch one of, we've been going through all the Marvel movies. You know, I hadn't seen most of the Marvel superhero movies because I'm like not that into them, just like watch on my own. Um, 
but uh but I do enjoy them but it's like that to me is like a sweet treat it's kind of like a candy like you know maybe if I'm like drunk looking for a movie to watch I'll watch one or if I'm working I'll maybe throw one of the Marvel movies on um you know although I will say shout out to Deadpool that's definitely my favorite um Deadpool and so far I didn't watch Deadpool with Wolfie because it's a little more adult but uh Deadpool is my favorite one and it because Deadpool was my favorite superhero or, or villain or whatever back in the day. And they have the Adventure Time watch in the fucking movie. Shout out to Adventure Time in Deadpool. So that's double, double, double my delight. Um, even though I don't like Ryan Reynolds, he's the perfect fucking Deadpool. I haven't watched that one with him yet. It's a little more adult. Um, but, uh, we've been watching all of the, uh, you know, the Marvel contiguous universe or whatever they call it. All the Avengers ones, which the first two suck. I fucking, or the first one. Oh yeah, we watched the second one. Or no, did we watch Age of Ultron? I can't remember, but the first couple ones, you know, I don't like Josh Whedon's writing really. It's so fucking predictable and, and cliche and boring. Even, even if you're trying to tell me it's campy, I'm just, just doesn't do it for me. I think it's clumsy and klutzy and not into it. So I don't really like the other ones. But as they get going, they get better. As they get humorous, especially like the Thor Ragnarok and the Guardians of the Galaxy ones, I think are super dope. Um, They were super funny and like slamming with the music like that fucking, uh, you know, it's almost like a Wes Anderson movie where the music is just taking over and things are in slow motion. And I mean, not like that's his thing, but that's a signature of his movies. Um, uh, That... um, you know, I like, you know, we've been having fun uh, watching those movies together every Wednesday. So that's been a nice ritual, um, another movie ritual. Uh, yeah, I think it's fun to do those things, those those kind of things with your kids, you know. Um. So, yeah, I think I can't think of any more. I mean, there's endless, you know, there's literally endless, endless movies of my favorites. Um, I saw that that uh, is it called the Red Turtle that animated movie I was blown away by. Immediately one of my favorite animated movies I've ever seen. I grew up watching The Point. Um, that's one of my favorite animes. Me and my arrow. Oh, Hey, Um, That shit is dope. If you've never seen The Point, that's a really fun one. All right, let's see what other what other ones we got. Ho, 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 ho. Let's cap it right there. And save the rest. We got a whole bunch more really actually juicy questions um, that got answered from this set of questions. And then we also have about 15 minutes of extras from the last podcast. So we're going to combine the two of those into a double boner bonus extras that's going to come out um, this week on wednesday um all right we made it through that was a long one that was a long one so these are definitely going to be on some extras um let's jump right into the patreon my family's going to be home soon it's almost six fuck i'm running out of time to do this this podcast let's get to it quick um so yeah obviously go to patreon.com slash go shrimp to support the pod we're going to get to the shout outs right now. Um, go to goshrimpglobal.com uh, to shop the Mega Mall to get all your Goshrimp hoodies, uh, sweatshirts, long sleeve shirts, t shirts, hats, uh, mugs, um, tote bags, uh, uh, bl- prints, original artwork, um, everything. Um, 
Let's see. And these are, of course, going to be the people who supported the last episode, episode 57. Um, and uh, we're going to start at the bottom. Now we're here. Um, and, of course, also, uh, if you want to get down on this, if you want to unlock your superpowers starting next fucking weekend, sign up for the 12-week online group workshop at Goshen Global right now, there are four spots left, okay? So don't fucking miss it. If you're like, man, I should do that, then fucking do it. If you think you should do it, you should definitely fucking do it because it's going to blow your dick off. It's going to blow your titties out. You're not even going to fucking believe it. You're going to, you're going to, it will unlock your superpowers and it will change your entire year. I can guarantee you that. In the best way possible. Uh, so shout out to all the $1 contributing members, those green smoothie level members. We appreciate every single dollar uh, contributed to this podcast. It's what allows this podcast to exist. So thank you so much. Um, and uh, enjoy your early access, your two-day early access. You'll be listening to this podcast earlier than anybody else. Um, just for that $1, that's a great deal. Um, let's see, we got, uh, the $2 starting, we got the beef stew level here starting at $2. You get yourself a shout out by name on the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we got, this is a, you know, all kinds of people supporting here. We got workshoppers like, Workshop alumni, Alejandro Fuentes. Shout out to you, my friend, Los Focos. <sighs> totally destroyed the workshop two rounds ago. He's chilling in the alumni group right now. Um, Big shout out to Ghost Scout Planet Nelson, a.k.a. Christopher Nelson. Enjoy that vegan beef stew, my friend. The first vegan Ghost Scout. Um, big shout out to the original Beef Stew contributor, Jesse Kukaka Donnie. What a run Jessica Kukaka Donnie has had. Um, big shout out to Gerard Jones. Uh, big shout out to Ghost Scout Frogadile Dundee, aka Steve Winfield Meyer. Uh, big shout out to Workshop Alumni Jesse Primo. I hope your travels are going well, my friend. You know what I'm talking about, my brother. <laughs> uh, big shout out to Michael Broncado. Big shout out to Ghost Scout Mr. Husband. That's Saucy Boy himself. Workshop alumni Chris Murray. I miss you, homie. Can't wait to see you at the Ghost Scout Super Summit. Um, big shout out to Chris Burke. Big shout out to Workshop alumni Kayla Dakota. Big shout out to Wastezoid. Big shout out to my favorite stop motion animator and yours, Anthony Scott. Uh, big shout out to 
My neighbor and new best friend, Kent Osborne. Uh, oh, and he's a Ghost Scout Harvest Moon. Honorary Ghost Scout was a fucking counselor. The only person to be a counselor who never attended training camp as a cadet. Groundbreaking shit. Uh, big shout out to Arguably Art. Big shout out to Ghost Scout Cheeky Bookie, aka Alexi Giroux. Love you, my dude. Also, workshop alumni. Big shout out over to Denmark to Tryman Hunt. Big shout out to alumni workshop, workshop alumni. Uh, Nobby Wood, a.k.a. Bobby Morgan, doing big things. I know this dude is going to do big things, man. Bobby Morgan killed the workshop, and he's coming out hot. He's coming out blazing in 2019, so check his shit out. Check out, follow Nobby Wood, follow Bobby Morgan. He puts up tons of work, and he's got some really cool big ideas, and I think he's going to have a really successful year this year was very impressed by his attitude and effort and output in the workshop and the growth. Incredible. Everybody, everybody who puts in the work shows the growth. It's incredible. Um, big shout out to Ghost Scout Computer Person, a.k.a. Lermy. Uh, big shout out to Ryan Quincy. Big beef stew, vegan beef stew. Oh, Lermy's vegan beef stew. And another vegan beef stew to the Ghost Scout. Beard lips, a.k.a. Crognack, a.k.a. Year 6 Camp Champion. Uh, Big shout out, big beef stew shout out to Mark Osborne, hotshot Hollywood director. I cannot wait to... Help design your movie, my homie. I love fucking working with my friends. You know how you know when to take a job? When it's offered to you by one of your homies, and it's a dope job. Um, Big shout out to Uncle Terry. Big shout out to Ghost Scout Sports Magic, a.k.a. Daniel Foothead. All right, we got some more beef stew shoutouts, but these ones are going above and beyond. We're getting into a couple $3 contributors. $3 per episode. They were like, fuck $2. I'm putting in three on this shit. I got three on it. Talking about my homie from Pratt, Raphael Tangho. Hope everything's good with you and yours, my friend. Um, another workshop alumni. Big shout out to Zeta. And big shout out to Big Beef Stew. Shout out going out to Pablo May. Wait, he said, now he told me how to say it. He said, my mom says it's like John, Joe DiMaggio. So Pablo Maggi, a.k.a. Young Wolf T. So let me know if I finally got it right, homie. Pablo Maggi, right? Joe DiMaggio, Joe DiMaggio Pablo Maggi, Maggi. Meiji Maji. God damn it. Now I'm back to fucking not knowing again. <laughs> Shout out to you, my friend. 
And uh, going in at that marinated steak tip level alone at the grill this week is none other than the homie and botanical, a.k.a. Erica Malhus. Can't wait to get into it with her in the 12-week online group workshop. So I hope everybody enjoyed uh, this episode, all these shenanigans. And, uh, uh, and, uh, you know, I hope everybody is super hyped for 2019. There's no reason you shouldn't be. Um, and, uh, you know, even if you're in a tough spot, you can get out of it, right? There's good things going on. There's bad things going on. There's all types of shit going on. You are going to benefit from having a good attitude, from taking the time to put in the work, to make a plan, to set some goals, to really take a good look at your habits and routines and the rituals that you do, because no matter who you think you are, no matter who you say you are, you are what you wake up and do on a daily basis, okay? That's what you are. So make sure that that shit's on point, okay? You want my help with it? Sign up for the 12-week online group workshop, all right? And, you know, pursue those goals. Get that planner going. Get that dry erase board going. That helps me a ton. Um, And uh, make sure when you're out there doing the damn thing that you take some time, just like we do here on this podcast, to inspire others to do, to live their fucking dreams as well. You know what I'm saying? That's super important for the world as a whole, for, for all of us creative animals in an infinite universe to work together because we have much more in common with every single one of you. I know every single person has more in common with each other than they have in conflict with each other. So don't feed in to this mainstream media conflict bullshit, okay? Rise above it. Go out there and pursue your dream life Don't play it safe. Go out there, pursue your dream life, and while you're doing that, inspire others to do the same. Look past the differences of color, religion, language. All this shit is arbitrary. We are all the same inside. We all want the same things. We want to pursue our dreams. We want to love our loved ones. We want to be successful, okay? We want to have fun. We want to feel safe. These are all the things that humans are made to do. And we can do them together. So let's fucking do it in 2019, all right? Peace out.